Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans. Uh, please listen every day to the showcase. The opinions and knowledge that anyone can take. Showing you how it is done. Proving I am number one. What a legend becomes. This is now my time to show you that I am here. Uh, this podcast just to make it loud and clear. Uh, by the fans. Uh, for the fans. Uh, not many who's here can understand everything pro wrestling. It can never be you. Listen to the podcast here for the people. The best show that's here. So listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinion and the lesson. Yes. Welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans for the fans. I am your host, Conrad Cushman. And we are here today with an AEW Dynamite September 2nd, 2020 review. This is a full show review. It is going to be the AEW All Out Go Home Show. I have a lot of thoughts coming up on this show. You guys are not going to want to miss it. So do me a favor. Make sure you guys stick around. I'm going to be getting your thoughts from the chat. We're going to talk everything leading up to All Out and what they did on this Dynamite show tonight. So make sure you guys stay tuned. And with that being said, let's kick it to my man, Montezzi, for the intro. Everything pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast here for the people. The best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinion and the lesson, yes. Everyday pro wrestling, they can never be you. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining the live stream tonight. Talking a little AEW. Last night, we did a review of NXT, uh, an episode that I thought was pretty solid. If you guys want, make sure you guys check that out in the archives for me. Please and thank you. And speaking of that, I need you guys to make sure you show me some love. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel above my head. Uh, you guys see the notifications, hit that bell as well. So subscribe to Everything Pro Wrestling. If you enjoy what you are seeing today, hit the like button on this video. It helps with the YouTube algorithm, helps more people find the show. Uh, always looking for more people to sub to the channel, be a part of these roundtables and everything else that we're doing here on Everything Pro Wrestling. And I love to hear from everybody in the live chat. Uh, I think we're going to get some good discussion tonight on this episode of Dynamite. And I'm sure everybody's got thoughts on what happened tonight. So thank you guys so much if you are joining me live. Uh, big shout out to, uh, let me see who was the first one in here tonight. It was Jocelyn. Jocelyn, what is good? Uh, she said she is in a better mood and ready to talk AEW. I'm feeling that, Jocelyn. Uh, Brandon was feeling MJF and the violence tonight. Okay. Uh, Casey said MJF is fantastic. He has come into his own. My man Jesus Deleon in the chat tonight. What's going on, Jesus? Uh, good to have you in here, brother. We always have some good conversations going back and forth on the book. Ace, what's good, bro? What's happening, man? Good to have you on. Um, man, yeah, and some people are saying, how is it September already? You guys are not wrong about that. And Rob said, Mr. Solo Dolo, that's what it is tonight, man. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, the young buck should go heal. People are saying no, Lara. How you doing? Good to have you in here. Casey said, I love you, CJ. I love you too, brother. Thank you for, uh, saying that broken. Uh, <laughs> 
He said he uh, bust a nut. I don't know what that means, Broken, but you got to keep that to yourself, bro. Um, he must have enjoyed the main event segment, I'm assuming. Uh, let's see here. Rob said the Bucks are already heels. Nobody likes those pricks. Laugh out loud. You're, you're not wrong, Rob. Foul. Foul original wrestling in the house. Foul. Great wrestling recap today. If you guys don't know, Foul has one of the best things going on uh, wrestling Twitter. Hashtag bright side of the ring. Just use the initials. Um, amazing. I absolutely love the concept. And Foul, thank you for showing my channel some love today on there. And thank you to the others who commented. Some people said they love Derek. Rob, you were in my uh, bright side of the ring. Thank you for all the designs you do for the T public and what for apparel. I greatly appreciate you, brother. But let's talk dynamite. Uh, no, on AEW, I heard bust a nut. <laughs> Broken, you are funny, man. Um, let us get into this. Uh, let's not waste any time. First, Excalibur is back. Uh, I know he came back on AEW Dark. I did not have a chance to check that show out. Uh, I kind of like made my way through it a little bit today, but haven't seen the full show yet. Uh, but he is back with JR and Tony as the announced team tonight. So everything is whole once again in AEW. Looks like everything's been resolved, I assume, with the comments and everything else. I don't know what happened with that. And I, it looks like they're not going to explain it. So whatever. Excalibur's back. Cool. Uh, JR and Tony. Love it. We're going to have to see how they go forward. I thought the chemistry between them were, uh, excuse me, was perfect tonight. They really felt like they didn't miss a beat. They were on top of everything. I thought they did a really good job. Just my personal opinion on that. Um, we kick off tonight with a match that's been kind of brewing for a little bit. Um, something more so considered of a brawl, I felt like. Uh, Santana and Ortiz taking on the best friends. Uh, this feud has began over PMP uh, destroying... And that's Santana and Ortiz, if you guys don't know. Destroying Sue's van, who is Trent's mom. And uh, they destroyed this beautiful minivan. Sue, I hope things are well. Uh, reach out if you need a ride anywhere. Call an Uber, I got you. All right? Tell them you need promo codes for EPW Show. We will help you out, Sue. Uh, this van gets destroyed, though. And this has led to a big feud between both teams. And it's led to clothes getting bleached. Everything else happening. And lots of fights and brawls here. So early on, Santana and Ortiz are making their entrance. Best friends attack immediately. Uh, I thought that this was well done. Uh, they come out. Now, here's the weird thing. They've established this rule in AEW that if you attack before everybody's in the ring, the match hasn't officially started. So in any blood feud, wouldn't the logic be to attack before the bell rings? I'm just saying you're setting yourself up for some weird things here. Uh, when it comes to that, but they uh they they do their thing. Um, they come out. There's beatings that are occurring. Uh, during all of this early attack, Trent flies off of the uh stage area, similar to how Matt Jackson has. Uh, he flew right off and into a body press onto Santana and Ortiz. These guys are fighting now. Early on, there were chairs being stacked up by Chuck Taylor. Um, similar to how like Kevin Owens stacks them. He has a chair here, a chair, chair, and then he's like kind of building this mountain of chairs um, all taken out, some laid across the top, and Chuck Taylor flies through the mountain of chairs. He is taken out early on in this match. 
He is knocked out down. The match finally starts, but Chuck is down, so Trent's going to have to go at it alone against Santana and Ortiz. They eventually uh, give him a beatdown. He's looking for tags. There's nobody there. And eventually, Chuck gets up. He gets the tag. And he actually came in like a house of fire. I thought out of the two of the best friends, usually we talk about Trent and how he's impressive in the matches. I thought Chuck Taylor was very impressive tonight. Uh, he, he got in the ring. He was just a house of fire. Hit everything perfectly. All of his moves were on point. Hit the mark. Uh, I thought he did a good job. Now, this uh, actually leads to Trent uh, crashing and burning on the stairs later on. Absolutely painful. Just the thud of him hitting the steel steps. Just painful to hear that. Um, so Trent is taking a hell of a beating in this match. And afterwards, they go for the street sweeper. It gets blocked into uh, the move that the best friends like to use, the... Uh, it's not the full, um, I can't even think of the name of it right now, uh, the ground zero, sub-zero, whatever zero it is, uh, where they stomp on him and then they crash and land on him. So it's like that reverse pile driver. Trent hits it. One, two. The ref actually counted three, but I think Santana missed getting Ortiz's foot on the ropes or breaking it up, whatever he was supposed to do. So a little bit of a botch. Uh, sucked. But they tried to move forward from it. Uh, I respect that they were just like, you know what, forget about it, go forward. But if you guys do that stuff in front of a live crowd, I'm pretty sure they're going to let you have it. So you gotta, you got to make sure that if this is going to play a part in the finish of the match or set up to the finish of the match, you want that stuff on point. Uh, and that's not knocking them either. I just think that something was off by a, a second and they just missed it. Um, afterwards, though, they set up a nice spot here where... The referee is being distracted. It looks like they're trying to set up for another move. And Santana goes underneath the ring. And it looks like they planted a baton there. Uh, one of the striking batons that you kind of just whip out. And they pulled it out, open it. And the referee doesn't see it because he is crouched down. Hits Trent right across the middle of the back where he fell on the steel stairs. And they hit the street sweeper for the win. One, two, three. Uh, Santana and Ortiz pick up a big victory here, and I think they needed this. Um, they've been kind of falling down the ladder. They were losing a few tag matches to teams as they were building them up. Santana and Ortiz pick up a much, much needed victory, in my opinion. Um, let me see what the chat is saying here. Uh, <laughs> Busted Not was, was in reference to uh, Jake Roberts' promo. There was a lot of talking in those promos, which we'll get to. Uh, Rob stuff is great. Thank you, file. Appreciate it. Uh, Casey said, "Grown, go away, Excalibur." Come on, I don't think he's that bad. Uh, Jesus said, "I miss him. He was good on commentary. They needed him." Um, let's see here. CJ trying to hit up Sue. I respect the game. Boo the best friends though. Casey said. Uh, A said, "Rob, I know the Young Bucks are at their very best as heels, uh, like they did in New Japan and Impact." CJ's talking about giving Sue rides and whipping out batons. <laughs> Don't you dare. Sue was a wonderful lady. I would never talk about her like that. Um, so Santana and Ortiz pick up the victory here. This leads to our next segment, which was MJF and Wardlow. Uh, it seems like MJF is beginning to feel the pressure that he is going to be in the main event and he is snapping on people. Lee Johnson is trying to tell him something about uh, 
his lawyer, Mark, who has locked himself in the locker room. And MJF's like, you know, why didn't you tell me sooner? It's the classic comedy routine a little bit here. And MJF goes in there, and I have to say that this was a funny segment. He uh, has Wardlow kick open the door using the muscle. And Wardlow pulls uh, Mark out into MJF's hands. And MJF goes absolutely crazy on him. He said, Mark, all my life I've waited to become a world champion. And uh, tonight I need you to go out there and get in the ring. And MJF drops an F-bomb on him like, you're going to effing do it. And I'm going to say something later on that this is going to play into. Um, But remember this part here and when we get to the main event. These two things are going to uh, have some synergy. No pun intended. Shout out to Colin West. Um, they're going to have some synergy in this and how it works. So stick with me on that. Um, but MJF threatens him. I thought it was absolutely funny. Him swearing and everything else getting pissed off because his lawyer has to wrestle this match or he will not get his title shot against John Moxley. Uh, well done by all. And if you guys didn't know, Mark Sterling is actually a wrestler. Um, just so everybody's just fully aware, he, he's a pretty good wrestler on the independent scene. If you look up his work on YouTube, I'm sure you'll find it. Um, so next we have ourselves a tag team match player. We've got ourselves a four on four tag match. Winners will face each other at all out. So two tag teams are partnering up. We have SCU with private party taking on the young bucks in the Jurassic Express. So, first thing I noticed in this, during the entrances, number one, what's up with uh, Jurassic Express not getting entrances recently? Private Party as well. Put that shit on TV, man. Don't do that. Alright? Let these guys get their time in. Uh, I know that people care about the in-ring stuff, but let's see the entrances. It's part of the aura of all of these guys. Now, the Young Bucks come out for their entrance. They did not pose for the, you know, the classic, you know, the stuff they do, the, oh, we're flexing, and they have all the money come out, and usually me and Derek are, like, the first ones there yelling, like, bro, why in the bluest of blue hells do they have all that money coming out, and who's got to clean that up? That's always the first thing on my mind, like, not dealing with that at all. (laughs) I would not want to have to be the guy who's cleaning up the money. So, they end up coming out, they're kind of angry, it seems like, and aggressive from everything that's been going on, kicking Hangman Page out of the Elite, uh, not getting the tag team title shot, I digress. So, there is a spot early on in the match where Matt Jackson goes to the outside, and they've shown a fan a couple times in this show who has a sign that says, Hangman, uh, drink my beer. And when Matt Jackson goes to the outside, he actually rips up the sign and dumps the beer on the fan's head. As said in the chat, what a prick, bro. Why would you do that to a fan? Come on, Matt. Come on, Matt. You're better than that. You're supposed to be an EVP. How could you do that? Dirty bastard. Uh, (laughs) Rob knows that reference from Jim Ross. Uh just just coming off as a complete heel and i see why many people in the chat were thinking that uh <laughs> oh big man give me that pose one more time this one there you go screen cap that bad boy all right make that a, a pwi uh wonderful meme that file has posted you guys could throw that up there um so during all of this he he dumps the beer on the fan's head ripped up the sign 
Uh, Luchasaurus comes into the ring. All I have written in my notes is Luchasaurus does Luchasaurus things. It felt like he was back on point. I know the last two times we saw Luchasaurus, things just fell off a little bit. Um, I thought he did a really good job here tonight with working with Private Party. And Private Party and SCU are no slouches in this. Uh, I know that they really don't have any stories going on, but I thought they performed very well in this. Uh, Daniels, absolutely amazing still. Kazarian, I can say the same thing. And Private Party was flying everywhere for everyone in this match. Um, so Luchasaurus gets in. He's doing all of his flips. Uh, the moon salts to the outside. He was great in this. And so was Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy played the part of kind of being the person in trouble in here, but he was also making the saves and blocking for people when needed. And SCU um, eventually helped set up uh, a, a possible finish for the match. They take down one of their opponents. They set up for the BME from Christopher Daniels. And then we see a Swanton hit from Isaiah Cassidy. Possibly a reference to Matt Hardy and the Hardy Boys being uh, people that they actually looked up to growing up. I like it. I caught it. Um, really good stuff, though, for a near fall. But the Bucks end up just hitting with a crazy BTE double knee to the face on, I believe it was Mark Quinn, for the 1-2-3. Uh, they just penned him, and GG, that was it. Good game. Good night. It was done. Um, so it's going to be the Young Bucks and Jurassic Express facing off at All Out. I'm not mad at it at all. Um but when I saw this, I actually felt like this match could be on the buy-in. And I was thinking that beforehand, once they announced it last week, like, <sighs> this match has the least amount of build, and I feel like this match should be designated for the buy-in versus uh, some of the other ones. Maybe there's a reason for it not being on the buy-in, and we'll get into what the buy-in match is later on, too. But... We, we just have to uh, see what happens here with the Young Bucks and Jurassic Express. I am really looking forward to that. And uh, Jungle Boy has a cameo, Casey says, in You Can't Kill David Arquette, awesome documentary. Casey has definitely recommended that to me. So, David Arquette, you're getting some free publicity. Retweet my stuff. Follow me. Show me some love, David Arquette. Someone send this to him. Make a little clip of this. Say, David Arquette, you're getting some love on the Everything Pro Wrestling podcast. Um definitely awesome i think david arquette gets a bad rap in pro wrestling um as a fan i was one of those people who were like why was he champion when it happened because i was watching back then but at the same token i still think not everything is david arquette's fault and he is truly a fan of pro wrestling highly recommend people check it out i saw his interview with uh ryan satin on the pro wrestling sheet phenomenal stuff love listening to uh all of them, the two producers, uh, RJ City and DDP, and David Arquette just talk about it. So well done from everybody. Uh, Chrome Dome Foam Loan. PR, we do not have a sponsorship with anybody named Chrome Dome Foam Loan. <laughs> uh, let's see. Ace said, I hope FTR wins the tag team titles this Saturday at All Out. We could possibly be seeing that. Casey said, Bucks going full here, full heel excuse me, against uh, the Jungle Express in that match. Jurassic Express, excuse me. Uh, in that match, uh, PR just said, ready to rumble. Yes, and Casey corrected himself. Wonderful. Um, this is great. And I don't know if you guys have seen, but Jungle Boy has phenomenal hair. And you know what his hair doesn't need? The Lawnmower 3.0. You do not touch hair like that. But if you are looking for something designed for groin grooming, this is it. Go to manscaped.com. 
Use our promo code EPW Show. You could get so many fine things. The Lawnmower 3.0 is definitely one of them I would recommend for the fellas and ladies. This thing is designed for groin grooming. It is a wonderful, wonderful piece. So make sure you guys go to manscaped.com, buy the Lawnmower 3.0. Your balls will thank you, and I will thank you too because it helps out the podcast. So make sure you guys show some love. They have some other cool things in there. Haven't busted this out in a while. You may get a wonderful little newspaper like this. This is not for reading. This is not for reading, guys. This is for your shavings. You get those shavings. You know what I'm talking about. Dump them in the can. Wonderful stuff right here. You know, I know it says we save balls. Doesn't matter to me, baby. You guys can use this for all your clippings and everything else. I think it is a wonderful product. We have the foot duster, the ball deodorant, the, the ball toner, the cologne, the preserver, the leather pouch. I'm showing you everything. They even got boxers. Boxers. I'm selling it all tonight. I'm like Don West from uh, TNA. Buy yourself something from Manscaped.com. Use our promo code. Save 20%. Buy a gift for someone. Use it for yourself. Treat yourself if you need to um promo code epw show now using that same promo code epw show all one word you guys can go to powerslam.tv and get yourself one free month of independent wrestling on me you guys can go in there maybe you want to see some past matches of jungle boy go on there see if he has any matches uploaded and that's how you can find out i use this uh exact use of powerslam.tv to do research on nyla rose because i was not familiar with any of her work and it actually was a great tool and helped me see what were the strengths of nyla rose before she debuted for AEW. i think it's something that you guys may enjoy powerslam.tv promo code epw show and i gotta show love to two podcasts really quick check out josh burton and everything college basketball he just put up a new episode so if you guys are into college hoops Check out everything college basketball, similar to this podcast. Got to show love to my boy Josh Burton. Uh, if you guys listen to the audio version of the podcast, he will have ads in on this. And also, Jesse from the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Pew, pew. Make sure you check him out as well. Uh, he also has a podcast on all podcasting platforms. With that being said, let us go into uh, the chat once again here. Six said, man, this AEW schedule has thrown me off. Yeah, the playoffs have uh, jacked up everything. Hockey, uh, basketball has just kind of changed the wrestling schedules up. <laughs> Foul said, transition. You know, I'm just trying to be like JR, Tony, yourself, coming in smooth. Uh, NJPW Young Bucks will show up this Saturday night. Ace is making a bold prediction with that. I respect it. Uh, Broken said, don't bring up the Bucks. They're going to go home. Uh, go Heat. Woo! Broken coming with the uh, hardness there. I think that uh, the Bucks are going to defeat the Heat. Uh, if things are going how I, I believe they will for the East. Um, let's see here. I got those ball wipes. Fantastic. See, Casey endorses the product. That's what uh, the Chrome Dome was for. Shave the head foam loan for the deodorant that <laughs> knew it was coming i respect it pr uh worst fear using that newspaper for your shavings and someone mistaking it for an actual newspaper and reading it you just laugh at them bro you just laugh at them 
you're going to read it and you read something about saving balls right on the front of it? That's on you. That's on you, good sir. Uh, would you let me know or just let them keep reading? Let, let them keep reading. All right? Unless it's somebody uh, older that you respect. <laughs> uh, let's get into the next thing here. So we get a little backstage segment with Orange Cassidy and Jake Hagar. And Jake Hager is backstage. He kind of sits on Orange Cassidy's ankle. There's a little bit of a, a back and forth between them. And Orange Cassidy has a bag with him that is going to come into play later on um, in this backstage segment. But he is still carefree, not doing too much, just being OC. Tully is backstage. He is mentoring FTR, kind of letting him know, like, hey, you boys have done the right things, but we aren't home yet. You still got to get the tag team titles. Tully and his uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan-style jacket. I love those jackets, by the way. Um, he tells them that FTR, if they want to be the tag team champions, you have to take it. You have to take it from Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. They've beaten a lot of the teams in the AEW tag team division. Are they going to be able to defeat them? FTR hasn't lost a tag team match since coming in. Time will tell. This then transitions into the interview segment with Kenny Omega. Um, first, let me say this. Kenny Omega comes out rocking uh, a Hannah shirt. Uh, much respect to Kenny Omega for that. Uh, greatly appreciate it. I love the fact that he just wore this. Like, she's not forgotten. And uh, Hannah Kimura is uh, just someone that just needs to never be forgotten so i appreciate kenny for doing that and he does this interview with tony shivani he's got a lot of things to uh talk about he says hangman page has to live with the decision he made last week when he screwed the young bucks in the tag team gauntlet kenny's not here to really focus on that he's kind of looking forward at all out they've got a big tag title match and he's focused on that uh he said page was fooled by ftr and we have to live learn and forget and he's just basically telling him that's what he needs to do and here comes ftr they are back out with their cooler once again and you know page says yeah let him come on in they get into the ring with the cooler tully's with them and inside the cooler they're kind of coming out to make a peace offering and they said hey we got some beers for us and then they said but we know you we know what you like and they give him a chocolate milk Looked like it was about to hit the spot, to be honest. Uh, Kenny takes the chocolate milk, and he just says, you know, I don't think that this is happening. And he basically calls them Richard Heads. Uh, they they censored it, but Kenny Omega uh, said something else, another term for Richard that I will not repeat on this podcast right now. And after all of that, uh, FTR gets offended, and he says, oh, what's up, old man? You want some too? And basically says that he can smell Tully's Depends. Uh, from where he is in the ring. This leads to a lot of scruffle. And then here comes the hangman, Adam Page. He comes out with his tag team title, ready to uh, do something, it looks like. But his eyes, his eyes looked messed up. Uh, he had really puffy eyes coming out. And during all of this exchange, FTR says, hangman, this isn't on us. This is on you. You made all these decisions. We didn't tell you to screw the young bucks you decided to do that and they're trying to put everything back on hangman and this turns into a little bit of a scuffle and a brawl like everybody wants to fight and then hangman and kenny get into a shoving match what what's going on here with all of this and 
Hangman Page and Kenny lose the tag titles. FTR pick them up in the scruffle and they uh, pick up the belts and just drop them right at their feet, uh, at Hangman Page's feet. And when Hangman picks up the belts and he goes to hand Kenny his, Kenny's on the outside looking at Hangman. Could this be foreshadowing? Could it be something different? I don't know. We, we've all thought Paige is turning heel. Kenny's turning heel. What if they defeat FTR? What, what could happen in all of this is a big mystery. But this is one of the matches I'm most looking forward to at All Out. The tag division has always been on fire. I say this week in, week out. They really, really can do some things with this tag team division. And I think it's going to be tremendous. I think this is a match that I'm really, really looking forward to on the pay-per-view. And I cannot wait to talk about it. Uh, let's see here. Hannah's 23rd birthday would have been tomorrow. Broken. Man, breaking my heart, man. But uh, thank you for letting me know that. Casey Briggs says, pint of 2% chalk. Chocolate milk. And Rob says, y'all know how I do. I love chocolate milk. If you guys don't know, Rob does love some chocolate milk. Uh, I think he said <laughs> Rick Fred's. <laughs> I don't think he said that foul. <laughs> uh, Casey said uh, this was slightly confusing. I don't know. I thought it was it was fine. Um, I think it just plays more into the story, and I think everything's going to show itself at All Out. We'll have to see. Uh, banana Nesquik milk is uh, how I get down, it looks like, is what PR was trying to put here. Uh, foul, I know what Kenny called FTR. <laughs> Ace, don't let him know. Foul's not ready to hear those words. Uh, strawberry over chocolate, Broken says. All right, we've, we've got some milk fans in the house. Kurt Angle will be proud of all of you. Um, really good stuff here, though, I thought, with uh, Omega and Paige. Like I said, I'm interested. Next, we get an interview backstage with Jericho... Uh, being interviewed by Alex Marvez. And Alex Marvez is kind of just talking to him. Jericho is building up this Mimosa Mayhem match. Uh, this is another one that I'm kind of curious to see how they play it out because they're going to have these uh, these orange, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's a tub or a vacuum or something. Uh, I'm interested to see what the contraption is going to be. Uh, but Jericho and Orange Cassidy, he kind of builds up this match saying, yeah, when was the last time you saw something for the first time? And Jericho just plays it up like this is going to be a big deal for him. And he says the match matters, but he says that he has a plan and he's going in there to beat Orange Cassidy. Now, it goes into a match. The bad boy, Joey Janela, taking on the champion, Chris Jericho, with Jake Hager in his corner. Um... This was Joey Janela being given an opportunity here, and I think Joey Janela did a really good job. I want to say that from the start because Joey Janela doesn't really have any storylines going on in any of this, but I still think that him uh, getting this opportunity played a really good part, and I think he just did what his role was, played it perfectly, and he got to wrestle Chris Jericho. It's a W. Take it. Right? Um, so in this... Jericho is wrestling in an Orange Cassidy shirt. He comes out with the same one that he always wears. And Orange Cassidy comes out to follow. He sits in the fans, though, and uh, he is going to observe this match. Um, this was a total squash match, similar to uh, Brody Lee and Cody 
uh, without as much on the line. But Joey Janela tried to get a little bit of offense in, but Jericho cut him off. He stepped on his pigtails. Uh, eventually, he gets caught with a code breaker, and Joey Janela loses to a lion tamer. Love when Chris Jericho busts that out. That is the best version of the uh, Walls of Jericho, if you want to call it that. That's what the name of it was uh, at one point. Some people see him just do like the plain Boston Crab. The lion tamer where he puts his knee on your neck, the best one still. Uh, Joey Janela, I don't even think he tapped out. I think Aubrey uh, just stopped the match. And after it, uh, Jericho exposes the turnbuckle, and he rams Joey Janela's head into it, and Joey begins bleeding. Jericho is punching him in the head, and he actually wipes the blood on his shirt, but it's on Orange Cassidy's face. Storytelling. Great visual, too, because Orange Cassidy's shirt is uh, white, and Jericho was wearing it, and the blood just showed up really good. So I thought the visualization on that was really well thought out, whoever put that together. I assume it was Jericho. Um, so OC runs into the ring with his bag that he brought with him and here comes Hager to, uh, try to help Jericho fight off, uh, orange, but then Sonny Kiss comes out to help because Sonny Kiss is Joey Janela's tag team partner. Sonny Kiss came into the ring and just laid a beautiful shot. So Sonny Kiss thumbs up, did his thing in this and uh, Orange Cassidy hits a tilt-a-whirl DDT on Jericho. And before he could hit the orange punch, bin it, bin it, uh, he actually gets saved by Hager. Jericho gets pulled out of the ring, and they kind of recover from it. And afterwards, Orange Cassidy dumps out a champagne bottle that he had in the bag. And he looks like he's about to drink it, but he just dumps the champagne out. Because you got to remember, they basically waterboarded him, the inner circle, by dumping champagne on his face. So this all is going to lead to the big match on Saturday. Can't wait to see this one as well. I just want to see what they're going to do in this. Um, so OC Jericho, something to look forward to. We then find out another match has been added to the show. Uh, Ace said Jericho is playing mind games with OC. Could be. Could be. And yeah, Orange Cassidy with the thumbs down when he dumped it out. Respect, Ace. Um, transitioning into the next segment, Sammy Guevara, the Spanish God. That was for you, Derek. Uh, taking on my boy, Matt Hardy. They show highlights of everything that's been going on since Matt Hardy came to AEW. Hitting Sammy with the golf cart. Uh, the stadium stampede match, just the fight that has been going on between these two, the chair shot, the uh, the flip off of the stage by Sammy Guevara, the 6.30 like senton that he hit. This is all great stuff. Like The highlights really got me hyped for this match. I thought the video package was well done. Now, they announced for All Out that there's going to be a broken rules match. It's going to be... Uh, Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara, but if Matt Hardy loses, it says he leaves. I'm assuming AEW. Uh, Matt Hardy says he's out of here if he does not defeat Sammy Guevara. I don't know what a broken rules match is. I don't know if this is going to be taped. I don't know what they're doing with this. Uh, but very interesting, to say the least. Now, picture in picture, Sammy Guevara is uh, coming out and Matt Hardy is watching him. I don't know if they ended up brawling. Uh, the intern was very busy and needed my help during this time. So I don't know if they ended up fighting or what happened. But 
This match has me hyped. Like I said, that blood from the chair and everything that they've been doing, even the promos on YouTube, I thought have been well done. And I like these two working together, and it's going to be a good match, I think. I think it has possibility to be a sleeper match for people. Um, let's see here. Jesus said it's supposed to be a last man standing match type. Okay, I can respect that. I can live with that. Um, it's going to be a fight. That's what I want to see from these two. Next, we've got the segment that I kind of had to put in my... Uh, what is this uh, WTF kind of segment? We had uh, Team Taz coming out to cut a promo. Taz, Brian Cage, and Ricky Starks here. Um, Rob sent me a message during this, and I'm going to steal this right from Rob in his private message. Ricky Starks needs to talk. The man can talk for himself on the microphone. Um, him being paired with Taz and Cage, not a bad thing. But Taz, let Ricky do the talking. They don't. He doesn't need you to speak for him. Let Ricky do some of the talk in here. Um, this Taz promo was just about the Casino Battle Royal, building hype for it. And here comes Archer and Jake the Snake. And Jake said, oh, yeah, you remember you interrupted me last week. So I'm out here to interrupt you. And during all of this, uh, Archer and Jake are out there just going back and forth. I assume this is where somebody heard Bust a Nut uh, as Broken put in the chat. Uh, this segment just got out of hand really quickly because Eddie Kingston comes out then and he starts talking over people and he says, hey, the King's talking and he's building up hype with his boys, uh, the Lucha Bros, Butcher and Blade because all of these guys are going to be in this match. Then the fight begins to break out. Billy Gunn, I don't know where Billy Gunn came from. He jumps up. Billy Gunn is Mr. Casino Battle Royal. He is like, look, I'm getting in there and I'm fighting too. So Billy Gunn's in the ring. This goes to uh, Darby Allen coming out. We have a brawl between all of them. This segment, in my opinion, I'm going to say this respectfully, was too much of a mess. People were just jumping from out of nowhere, hopping in. And I think the main purpose of it was this. It was supposed to show uh, that they're going to have a battle royal and anything can happen, and everybody's going to be fighting. It's a, a melee, as Vince McMahon would say, or a Pier 6 brawl, and people are just going to be fighting, and anything can happen. I think you could have done this better. I just felt like it wasn't put together well enough. Uh, I think some specific things should have happened and maybe ended a certain way, but they just had everybody brawling. We find out that the Casino Battle Royal is a number one contender. I know we didn't know this last week fully. We, we you, It was safe to assume, but you didn't know. It's going to be for a number one contendership for the AEW World Championship. So it's a great way to get a title shot if you're not in the top five. And the Casino Battle Royal hype is real. So Hager, PMP, and the Best Friends also come out to join the uh, brawling PMP and the Best Friends pick up where they left off. Hager's in people's faces in the ring. It was a mess a little bit. Um, I'm, like I said, these can be put together better in the future going forward. Uh, Casey said this segment was a mess. Uh, Tidebreaker once and for all. Uh, I think that was about Jericho and Orange. Casey said, I'm sick of always hearing uh, no neck talk tough. Ugh. Um, <laughs> I don't know who you're referring to, Casey. Uh, PR Nightmare said, I'm the dude playing the dude disguised as another dude. <laughs> uh, 
uh casey said like there were some big moments that would have been cool in the battle royal some got some big guys coming to blows finally but that was spoiled with this segment uh this was a mess from the beginning shaking my head the brawl was so weird see everybody's kind of got the same thing about this they just gotta really they gotta map that out better i don't know if they have a guy who's just like you know what this is how we're gonna do these uh brawling segments and if you will excuse me for a second, I'm going to take a sip here from uh, the water. Ah, from the lake of reincarnation. Sorry. Um, but yeah, so they go to commercial break and they come back and all these people are still in the ring. I don't know if they were going for like the chaos kind of nitro idea that like chaos is always good on television. It felt kind of weird when they came back from that. Whatever. They do make up for it, though, right after. So they go to the Dark Order uh, match that's going to be happening all out. Dark Order, uh, all of their main people who are in the group, uh, Brody Lee, Colt Cabana, uh, Uno and Grayson taking on Scorpio Sky, Matt Cardona, the former Zack Ryder, Dustin Rhodes, and QT Marshall, uh, who make up the Natural Nightmares. Uh, basically representing the Nightmare family. Uh, Dustin cuts a little bit of a mini promo just talking about you're going to pay for what you did to my brother. I really like it. QT says that he's uh, the tag team partner of one of the best wrestlers in the world. And, you know, they all look up to uh, Cody, in my opinion, is what he says. Uh, Matt Cardona brings up, hey, you hurt my best friend. I don't even work here, but I'm coming for you, uh, Brody. Like, he basically said, we all have a chip on our shoulder. I don't know uh, what's the issue or what makes you better than anybody else. So Cardona's ready to fight, and Scorpio Sky is ready to prove himself. So they all take issue with what's been going on with the Dark Order. SCU had beef with them before, so it makes sense to have Scorpio Sky in here. Uh, I thought this promo package was great. It really set up the match and showed that Brody Lee, as the TNT champion, could uh, be trouble for the Nightmare family going forward. We're going to have to see how this is going to go at all out but mr brody lee and the dark order seem prepared and ready to go uh let's see it ain't water Bob said. oh it is water tonight uh casey said well i'm excited for scorpio sky in that match uh raw commercial on aew i did not notice that uh it, at least in my area broken i didn't get a raw commercial uh on my screen so let's see here oh yeah broken we're gonna talk about that in a second too the buy-in show um next we had a women's match on aew we had the nwa women's champion thunder rosa taking on serena deeb do you remember serena deeb from the straight edge society she shaved her head uh similar to someone else who shaved their head for no reason in aew craziness right but serena deeb uh is a great wrestler who i think a lot of people never got to see work because of uh the issues with the straight edge society and all of the politics and everything that was going on with that at the time uh this was a really cool match and i think both ladies proved themselves like hey bring them back if serena deeb is a free agent can we please get her please like she did great in this match i thought this was one of the better women's matches that we've seen in a while uh i bj came in and just said, i think that idiot john silver is gonna lose it for the dark order uh bj said i did get the raw commercial 
Uh, Casey says, though I think it's odd that Mr. Brody Lee is not defending the belt. Yeah, yeah, it is a little bit. Um, A said Thunder Rosa, for sure. Uh, I felt JR was going to get heat for his comment about uh, this being the one of the best women's matches in AEW, but they did have a great match. BJ, you got to call a spade a spade. JR wasn't telling a lie. You can't be mad if he's telling the truth. This was one of the better women's matches. If you've got a problem with what JR said and you're part of that division, step it up. Say, JR, I'm about to have the best women's match tonight and you're going to call it. Boom. That's that's what you got to do if that's what you want in this. Uh, I thought Serena Deeb looked great. Like I had stuff written down for her immediately. I thought her neck breakers in here were really good. Uh, I even liked her using the Tequila Sunrise at one point. She slammed her knee down a couple times and locked in Conan's old finisher, the Tequila Sunrise. Uh, Serena Deeb was great. Sign her. Sign her to a contract. Uh, Thunder Rosa came off really aggressive in this too. If you guys have not seen Thunder Rosa work, she was in Lucha Underground as Cobra Moon. She was great in that role. See uh, Luchasaurus, who was also in there as well. Um really really goodness uh from both of these ladies in this uh so let's just go right to the finish if you guys want to check it out see the german suplex is a lot of the cool moves that were hit during this this is what we want on dynamite from the women's division plain and simple this is what i want thumbs up all good so deep goes for a uh double arm like her arms were captured pile driver it gets blocked which i was like oh that would be a total like great finisher but i doubt you can have someone's arms trapped on a pile driver and something nothing go wrong from it um thunder rosa hits a death valley driver on serena deep and i thought that was it but it was only for a near fall and thunder rosa then picks her up for the thunder driver and gets the win one two three she hoists up her nwa women's championship Thunder Rosa versus Sheeta is going to be amazing. That video package from last week got me hyped for that match. Uh, and I miss the NWA. Like, this pandemic really hurt not having uh, the NWA around. So I'm glad to see that possibly Billy Corgan and Tony Khan are working together. Let's get some Nick Aldis next if we could. If you will. Uh, I would love to see it. Let's see here. Uh, Rob said, match of the night for me here. Uh, great showing for Thunder Rosa and always good to see Serena Deeb. I respect it, Rob. And as far as match of the night, I'm going to agree with you. This is also my match of the night. Uh, really great, man. And I thought Serena Deeb stood out. I think they need to pick her up. Uh, BJ, I feel a shock at all out with Thunder Rosa having two titles. Mm, that would be very, very interesting. Uh, I would not expect that. Uh, let's see. Casey said, can't wait to see Thunder Rosa, uh, <laughs> Arch Nemesis Lightning. <laughs> Casey, Casey, Casey. I love it. I love it. EPW. Best fans ever. Best fans ever. Um, we cut backstage to a John Moxley promo. Moxley goes into uh, MJF is starting to feel the pressures of everything happening at All Out. Uh we know that there's going to be a lot of interviews, lots of the same questions being asked over and over. How are you going to react to that, MJF? Are you ready for all of this? The little mental mind games. And Moxley cuts a great promo here just about being the champion and are you ready to rise to the occasion to be in the main event against me? Uh, 
Tony Schiavone then goes to being ringside talking to Big Swole. Big Swole and Britt Baker are on the buy-in. Here's my issue. No offense. Like I said, if anybody should be on the buy-in, I feel like it should be the Young Bucks versus uh, the Jurassic Express. Why? Their match doesn't have any build, really. This match has build behind it. Maybe they know that this match is going to be intriguing and get people uh, to possibly put eyes on the show. I don't know what they're doing here. But uh, Big Swole says that she is going to fight Britt Baker at her job. And I don't know what that means. If that means she's going to go to the dentist office and they're shooting some type of cinematic match. Maybe. Uh, They call it a tooth and nail match. And during all the explanation that happens here, a pizza gets delivered. It said, we have a pizza for Tony Schiavone. And number one, the person was wearing their mask incorrectly. Over the face, just covering the mouth, nose out. Do we need to go over pandemic procedures here? Come on, Reba. And uh, it's Reba delivering the pizza. Swole recognizes it immediately. And as soon as she does, Dr. Britt Baker hits her with a crutch across the back and the back of the head. And she begins to beat her down. And she puts in her lockjaw uh, finisher on her. Britt Baker then uses the mandible claw uh, during all of this. And she rubs pizza in Big Swole's face. It looks like the tooth and nail match is going to be a brawl. I kind of wish this was on the uh, AEW All Out pay-per-view. And some other match was uh, put here on the buy-in or the pre-show, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I think these ladies definitely deserve a little bit more than this. Uh, That's just my take on it. Uh, Let me see. Uh, Boom, 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 boom. That match deserves uh, the main card spot, BJ says. Uh, Ace said, let's get Eli Drake and James Storm in AEW. Bring shockwaves. I think that would. They're the tag team champions right now. Could you imagine a champions versus champions match with FTR? Or uh, Omega and Paige. It'll be great stuff. Uh, BJ says, honestly, I'd put the Dark Order uh, match on the buy-in before I would uh, Swollen Baker. Agreed. Casey says, Britt Baker is a star, and they're relegating it to the buy-in. So dumb. I don't know, if Casey, if it's maybe Britt Baker is not fully healed because Britt Baker was still rocking the face mask um, during this segment. So maybe she's not healed from her surgery and she's not there. They just want to make sure she's ready. I don't know. I'm not trying to make excuses for them, but I, I do agree. I still feel like this match should be on the main card of the pay-per-view. That's just me. Uh, they run down the AEW all out card. Now, quick time for a promo. Uh, for everything pro wrestling tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we are going to be live on YouTube. Uh, we are going to have ourselves a roundtable talking AEW All Out. A little preview, some discussions going on. Foul will be in there with me. Uh, the Queen of the Indies, Tiffany from the All Elite Podcast, will also be joining us. Uh, Jeff from the Insiders Wrestling Podcast is going to be in there. And Jesse, who we uh, talked about earlier from the pro wrestling shoot will be joining us as well. I think this is just going to be fun. I can't wait to talk with you guys uh, just regarding everything AEW. Get some questions in there. Let you guys promote yourselves. It's going to be a fun roundtable tomorrow. So if you guys have the time, check it out and come join us. In the main event segment, we have MJF's attorney, Mark Sterling versus John Moxley. 
Jesus DeLeon summed this up in the Everything Pro Wrestling Facebook group perfectly. We had a thread for Dynamite tonight. He said, Moxley, end this. Uh, it was a comedy match in the very beginning. Moxley basically letting Sterling uh, get some moves in, uh, turning his back on him. Comedy stuff, basically. Um, eventually, Moxley just hits him with a paradigm shift after beating on him for a little bit. And he gets the victory, as we all expected. He just wanted to beat the crap out of the lawyer because who doesn't want to beat up a lawyer? I get it. Um, after the match, Wardlow attacks. And this is where everything gets interesting. Wardlow attacks Moxley. Uh, he hits him with six favorite name finisher. The F10 uh, is hit on Moxley. And this segment then reminded me of what I was going to talk about earlier with how... MJF was acting all night. MJF had a very, how do I want to put this? Had like a Goodfellas type feel to him throughout all of this. Very mafia-like. What do I mean? He was in the neck brace. He's been dressed very well. He's been doing the political talking. He's been trying to make everything work and get his way in this using lawyers and everything else without resorting to violence. And as Brandon said when he first came in here, MJF uh, with the violence. MJF takes off the neck brace, takes off his fancy, I assume, Rolex watch. And he unbuttons the shirt, rolls up his sleeves. And I believe he actually takes the shirt off and he's wearing his undershirt uh, underneath. And it's the classic like mafia look that he has. He's got the fancy shoes, the pants with the belt buckle. And he gets into the ring and he starts punching Moxley in the face um, viciously. And this is what I'm talking about when some of these wrestlers need to show I'm a tough guy. This is MJF's match to prove I'm a tough guy. He needs to go out and leave everything he's got in that ring. He's in the main event at All Out. This is a big honor for him. Uh, both these guys have been undefeated. Big, big, big moment for Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Now, during all this with the punches, he puts on the dynamite ring, punches John Moxley in the face. Moxley is bleeding. You start seeing uh, blood trickle from his head from the dynamite ring punch. And while Moxley is there starting to bleed, MJF walks over and bites him on his head. Are, do we need to talk about the pandemic procedures again? There is a pandemic going on, and I've got MJF doing his best impression of Danny DeVito in Batman's Returns when he's biting people's noses. You can't bite people who are bleeding, MJF. What are you doing? But that intensity, the blood over his mouth, on his undershirt, reminds me of a mobster movie. He finally had to go and make the hit. You know what I mean? That's how I took this. Uh, it was good, fellas. He had to go and make the hit. He went out there, did the beat down, blood all over his shirt. His boy Wardlow is watching behind him. And he just gets up afterwards and he's like, there's going to be a new champion on Saturday. And people start booing. He says, oh, you mad? You mad? You mad? I thought MJF was a great heel in this. He did his damn job. Um moxley just bleeds out and afterwards he puts his foot on moxley's throat more mafia isms to me 
and he holds up the AEW World Heavyweight Championship, posing with it, breathing hard, just showing he's at a different level right now. This is the perfect time to have this tough guy moment for MJF. Uh, if you guys want predictions for all of that stuff, you're going to have to join us tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to go through everything and talk about it with each other. Uh, let's see here. Uh, MJF winning the AEW Championship, Broken says. Uh, Rob says, smart Mark. <laughs> I hope you're referring to uh, the Mark Sterling, MJF's attorney. Good, sir. The F10 is still the worst finisher, uh, finishing move ever. Uh, a lot of people don't like it, Ace. Not just you. Sick is not a fan of it either. Uh, Jesus De Leon says, I like how Warlow was holding the belt and was looking at it while MJF is beating down uh, Moxley. Big facts, Jesus. Little things that you have to watch for in all of this. Um, but tonight's episode of AW Dynamite, live chat, what do you give it? Is it a thumbs up, thumbs down show? Let me know what you thought. And tell me if you're hyped for All Out uh, when you put that in there. I thought tonight's show was a thumbs up. They did a pretty good job of building up most things. I didn't like the Battle Royal stuff. Um, I think some of the matches could have been better. But you got a pay-per-view coming up. Not everything's going to be a home run match. Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb. Tony Khan, you got to figure out how to get these ladies on TV some more. I don't care if you bring in Serena Deeb as a coach or as a wrestler or as both. You need to get her onto your roster some way, somehow. Uh, Sick said, hi, it's me, Sick. I have a question. Will you be purchasing Avengers in the future? The people want to know. The people have to know. Uh, my video game time is very limited right now, Sick. The intern has not been doing his job, and uh, it is costing me my free time currently and you know, doing a million podcasts. Uh, during the week to just try and keep everybody uh, entertained as well. Casey gives the show a thumbs up. A said thumbs up. Hey, Zeus said pretty good show. Thumbs up. BJ said thumbs up. Always hype for AEW. Uh, hyped, Casey said. Uh, dark on Friday over SmackDown. Damn, hey, Zeus. <laughs> Damn. Uh, thumbs up from Broken, but uh, one of the weaker shows. And Rob said thumbs up. It can still be a weak show with the thumbs up, guys. Uh, like I said... Join us tomorrow on the roundtable. If you guys have predictions, if you guys want to come in and talk with myself, Tiffany, uh, Fowl, uh, Jeff from Wrestling Insiders, uh, Jesse, if you guys just want to come in and just talk pro wrestling with us, come on in. Um, Casey Briggs is talking about Tony Hawk over Avengers right now. Uh, and Fowl gave this a thumbs up as well. PR said AEW choking out WWE. You guys are out here crushing it. I cannot wait. And guys, just know on Saturday, there will be an AEW all-out review coming at you guys as well. So show us some love. Uh, make sure that you guys are subscribed to the channel. Tell some new friends who are interested in pro wrestling. Subscribe to everything pro wrestling. Help a brother out. Uh, it's greatly appreciated. Anybody that you guys can uh, bring out there. Uh... <laughs> Go OKC, by the way, boo the Rockets. NBA talk still. Love it, love it, love it. Um, we'll be in contact, though, guys. Thank you if you've been listening to Everything Pro Wrestling, whether it's on YouTube or in podcast form. You guys are much appreciated. Uh, I'm trying to keep these streams to under an hour recently, so... 
thank you guys so much for coming in here and uh, joining us. I know that you guys could be doing some better things like playing Avengers or Tony Hawk as uh, Sick and Casey mentioned in the chat. Um, it's just wonderful to have you guys in here, man. And hopefully I see some of you tomorrow at 7 p.m. for the roundtable. This is it for myself. Everything Pro Wrestling signing out. Peace. Everyday pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people. The best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinions, the lesson, yes. For the fans, uh, for the fans, uh, not many in this can understand. Uh, this the podcast to show you who I am. Uh, Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans. Uh, please listen every day to the showcase. The opinions and knowledge that anyone can take. Showing you how it is done. Proving I am number one. What a legend becomes. This is now my time to show you that I am here. Uh, this podcast just to make it loud and clear. Uh, by the fans, uh, for the fans, uh, not many who's here can understand. Everything pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast here for the people. The best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinion and the lesson, yes. Everyday pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people. The best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinions, the lesson, yes. Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at Powerslam.tv. Everything Pro Wrestling, it's your boys from the Everything College Basketball Podcast and Facebook group. I'm Josh Burton, letting you all know that if you like the college game, that there's only one spot to come find all you need to know. Yep, Josh, Peyton, and myself, Tyler, we are the three voices of ECB Podcast and Facebook group. Peyton, tell them where they can uh, find us and listen to us at. Well, Tyler, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and all other podcast hosting sites. Also, go join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups like Everything College Basketball. So if you want everything you need to know about the collegiate game or have a passion for it, there's only one spot that you need to check out on a weekly basis or a daily basis with the Facebook group. That's Everything College Basketball. Now let's get back to Conrad informing you on everything pro wrestling and the workings around it. Brother. What's going on, everything pro wrestling listeners? It's your boy Jesse Carter over at the Pro Wrestling Shoot Podcast, where we run special interviews with independent wrestlers, also former WWE and TNA stars. Pretty soon we're going to be having the Matt Seidel episode drop, so you need to come and check that out. And you can find us over on anchor.fm slash the pro wrestling shoot. Also, we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. The show also covers reviews from old and current events such as pay-per-views, AEW, 
WWE, whatever you're into nowadays, we will be covering reviews on that. We also have a little bit of music artists join us on the pro wrestling shoot. Also dive into belt collecting and hobbies of all kind. So yeah, as soon as you are finished with everything pro wrestling, why don't you come on over and check it out and tell us what you think. You can follow our Facebook page at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. We are also on Twitter at Carter Inc. That is C-A-R-D-E-R-I-N-C. Also Instagram at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitch. Coming soon, we will be doing live streams of the show on YouTube at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. And same with Twitch at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. All right, Conrad, back to you. And hope you all enjoy the rest of the episode from everything Pro Wrestling.